What are you doing? Fear of gods, man. They can't see them from the bottom. Why put fear of God on the bottom of somebody's shoes? The only way they're going to see it is you stomping them out. You can step on the devil. There you go. Boom. <laughs> I am the fear of God. <laughs> I have the fear of God. You call me friend. Of the Lord. Get your weekly dose of R&R. What up? This is your boy, Doughboy. It's your boy, Kevon Stay. And we are here for another installment of Start It Up to the Right, Righteous and Ratchet. And this is our second show of the year. And things are going so good. And I have a sweater on, says Lou Do Too Much. I just ruined it. Shout out my brother, Lou Do Too Much. If you like the sweater, go to his thing, get the merch. And a special shout out to the right pack, the Patreon. They Look are, at their camera. Oh. They are watching us live right now. We shooting this on what Tuesday? Tuesday and now they've been watching Dirk on stage live. Okay. They're watching uh, Love Hour. Uh huh. They get watching Ratchet live. Okay. They're doing on Dean live. And they get a bonus episode every, every week. week. Is it? And you can be a part of the fun for as low as five dollars a what month. What you talking? Visit righteousandratchet.com and you can join the fun because everyone's a little bit righteous a little and bit a little ratchet. bit ratchet. We have a full docket. Going on today. But I got to start with a curveball. Oh. Aha, uh-huh, yeah. I owe somebody an apology. Who? Actually, I owe two people an apologies. Your nutritionist? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Amaya? Um, first person that I owe an apology to is the black community. I owe an apology to the black community for being ignorant. And I did not realize it until I watched Just Mercy. What you talking? I finally, because you know me, I'm a defensive person at times. Yes. And I always feel like if you're coming at me with the wrong Approach. energy or yeah, intention, yeah. I'll just kind of shut it down. up and fight it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. well, you calling me ignorant. Ain't no things. <laughs> so <laughs> watching that movie, it just opened my eyes to injustices that are going on outside of my bubble. So at that moment, I could understand why when I say certain things, it upset like people. Like white people call you the N-word? And triggers me. Yeah, like it's, I can understand because, bro, the Just Mercy story didn't happen in the 40s or the 30s. I knew I was tripping because I, I was unfamiliar with that story and one of the prisoners had Jordans on. Bro. And I was like, hold up. It's happened in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, so that's that's my apology to the black community first that, bro, I got to do better. I got to understand that I have a huge platform. I have young, black, impressionable people watching me. Yep. And I have a daughter of my own self. And I got to. And you got dogs. I got dogs now. I got puppies. I got to do better. So you guys have spoken. And I will say, you know what? I seen the error in my ways. I'm going to try to do better. So that's my first apology. Okay. Second apology to Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Acton. Michael B. I I, I have been critical mm-hmm. of Michael B. Jordan. Did, criticisms? Of I was just like, you know, he's like everybody. I, I was assuming that he was like the number one actor in the game, and everybody was stouting him as such. And I was just like, sometimes I just be like, meh. But in this performance, he delivered. How did you feel about the Just Mercy film? After I got my two things out the way, how do you feel about the film as a whole? A lot of times lately in my life, I've been going into movies. Not, empty? No, no, just empty. What do you like mean? no expectation? No, not no expectation. No background. Okay. I never saw no trailer for Just Mercy. Okay. The last movie I saw 
with Melissa. I can't remember what it was. Okay. But we didn't see any trailer. We okay. just went in there. So Just Mercy. I Queen of Slam. You didn't see no trailer for Queen of Slam. Slam. Okay. That's what gotcha. it was. Okay. Didn't see any trailer. I was like, black people, 1250. Right. <laughs> uh, so I didn't know what it was about. I figured it's some legal thing, but I didn't know it was a true story mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So um, I very much enjoyed it. Jamie Foxx is slept on. Come on. Is he not? Slept on. It's like I think um, he might be the greatest character actor of our generation. Like to fulfill a role, you're yes, saying? Yes, like to play somebody. Like yeah, Chadwick Boseman. I was going to say. Uh, Characterized? Chadwick Boseman has played every. Over Jamie. Yeah. Kevin. Stop. Is Chadwick, is Chadwick there, there yet? Chad- T'Challa, the Black Panther. That's not, that's not a, that's, Why that's not that a person. It's a fictional character from a comic book. Jackie Robinson. Did you even like her? Good, love and, and no shade. I didn't to love Chadwick. all the movies, but I love Chadwick's performance and everything. And you and you'll put that on the level of Jamie. That did Ray. Character wise, like what he did with Ray, what he did with the dude he played in Ali, what he did in this. Bundini Brown. He's just he's on a different James level. James Brown. And they I, both have a brown. Nah, man. I, I, I'm not mad at Chadwick, but I don't think he's on the in the same conversation as Jamie. Jamie was putting on a. How many times you cry in the movie? I cried. You, you better. I, you be better off. Starting to stay the time I didn't cry. <laughs> I cried. The several. opening care, uh, credits came out like TriStar Film. I've been going through so much. I, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely cried a lot. And I think movies like this because normally I would criticize a film like this, much like I always criticize slave films because I'm like, you know what I like about this movie that they didn't do that they normally do in movies like this? The snack bar that they bought the stuff from. Uh, Spoiler alert if you haven't <laughs> seen it. We don't know how to talk about movies if you ain't seen it. Yeah, just see it before we come and talk. Watch about the it. movie. Um, but what's I'm gonna call it? Um, I'm glad they didn't have like a white savior. There was like no white person to come in there and just save the day. Like, oh, I'll fix everything. Yeah, no, they definitely. I didn't, didn't. like. I, they, I like the fact that they that, had the one guard who had a change of heart, who was yeah. like, spread him. <laughs> and later he's like, you wanna say hi to him? Bro, people, but he wasn't the like. Right. He dog. wasn't like the Captain Marvel was in there, but she really was white in right. the movie. I, like I was like, oh, how, I, this is the thing I don't understand. How do people? legitimately put other people in prison for things that they know they didn't do and sleep at night. Fine. How? They sleep just fine. Like. Because they don't care. You don't see that person as human. You don't see them as the same as you. They really like straight up framed that man. Bruh, it didn't even make any sense. The sheriff, that's, and first of all, that is very common in black people. There's a Curtis Flowers case. He just got released from prison a week or two weeks ago. Almost, Exact case what happened. One eyewitness, white guy, said he did it. But um, the part of the movie where he was like, I got voted on to make sure the people in my community feel safe. And Michael B. Jordan was like, which people are those? And the guy was like, well, I, you know, the Bruh, white ones, like, obviously. It, it but was, the police chief straight framing you and recording it. Bruh. And not and nothing even happened to him. So my boy Bishop's white mm-hmm. dude, he said he didn't like this movie because nothing ever happens to the white people. He's nothing white. ever does. Now, but said, it's just like, okay, you can go. That's the most realistic part of the story. Because nothing happened. That dude who was the sheriff, he just retired. Right before the movie came out, he was like, well. <laughs> Same thing with the lady for the. Uh, the when they see Central us. Central Park Five, yeah. She had written books about that, all that. And people were just like, all right, well, it's been a good run. But I guess the, the, the question, because this, this is what I took away from this. And this might be a shocker to you. Because I always try to insert myself in situations like, okay, clearly there is a Do problem. You fit? Shut up. <laughs> there, I always, okay, I feel like there's definitely race relations in America going awry, right? I want to do my part to help, right? I don't want to be an ignorant coon my whole life. So guess what I guess what I really am going to try 
to do. Starting now. I actually started a couple days ago, but it's been harder than I thought. I'm going to try to stop saying the N-word. I think it should stop. I think the N-word should you stop. And I think so I'm telling you. That's what you took away from Just Mercy. I should stop because I got to I try to find out what can I do to make change. Like I like I I, I don't like I can't like write a speech and say it to Congress. But I can stop saying the N-word cuz I feel like it perpetuates a, stero- a negative stereotype and it makes you sound ignorant. Do you, would you agree that saying the N-word makes you sound ignorant? No. I say it all the time. Do you don't think that it makes you sound ignorant? Not at all. I, I think that You've when other that people- You've been saying that for 40 years. You see people Just have, Mercy and now. I was ignorant the whole time. I just feel like I want to do something to at least reduce I, my I, ignorance. I commend you. I don't know how stopping- You know what ignorance means. Yes. So how does stopping- Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> ignorance like is always used as a pejorative term all it means is you don't know okay. ignorance doesn't even have to mean like negatively we're ignorant of a lot of things ignorant okay. of your feelings ignorant of uh, what a doctor should know like you're ignorant of a lot of things but let me tell to, you to okay, fight okay. ignorance you don't fight ignorance with replacing words saying or not saying you fight ignorance with knowledge Okay. So reading books and you know watching educated people speak, doing your study on history, mm-hmm. that's what fights ignorance. Saying nigga or not nigga, you could be completely ignorant or well respected and say nigga or not nigga. But I just feel like it's a word that just there's really no that's, positive connotation to it. I feel like there's a lot of hate associated with but that you word. You just were cool with white people calling that. And to I you. now see the error of my ways. Like I'm saying, like you can't kill me with the same bullet twice. Like I realize I'm ignorant, so I'm like I don't want to be ignorant anymore. I, so I want to try to make word, a, I, that's, that's just one step. That, of course. I want to watch film. I want to read books. I want to figure this out because I'm just like, bro, this is, people are sitting in jail. They sent one of those dudes to jail. I mean, it's not like I was about to laugh. They sent one of the dudes to jail because they said he looked like he did it. That was, uh, that dude was in jail for like 30 years. That is, that is so insane to me. He looked guilty. So I'm I'm like, bro, like these are real people that look like me and you. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, if, if I don't have the 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 quick flashing about a way to just fix all of this, I at least can start to fix myself. And I'm just like, bro, because you know what made me do that? You know, I box at Sports Training Los Angeles, right? Yep. And I, and there's an older boxer there named Ronnie. He's always there. He's a real, real good dude. And he pulled me to the side one day. He was like, oh boy, man, I just want to tell you, man, like, I love you, man. I think you funny, man. But sometimes you got to walk away when you be using that N-word. He's an older dude. He's from the South. And I was like, well, I was like, I didn't mean no offense. He was like, no, nah, no, nah, I know it's how y'all talk. But when I hear that word, it's just... It's just painful to hear it. And it's an older black man that has dealt with experiences that I never dealt with. So I'm just like, me just saying this casually to my friends, and it doesn't bother any of us, but there's somebody else that looks just like me that's affected by the word. So I, you know, and I love films that, that's why I really like the film. I love films that I feel like I left different than when I went into it. So when I left, I was just like, bro, I got a whole 14 year old dog. I just want to do better as a black man if that's my humble start then that's what I'm gonna do with it I'm, I commend but, that but you know I but just was like also read oh absolutely a lot I feel like I learned a lot from reading it gives you a lot of perspectives on slavery and black people and black culture like I actually wrote a paper in college about how the, uh, the it's called the nadir the, but the time after slavery was actually more dangerous for black people than during slavery why is that because uh, at least now it wasn't that it was safe during okay. slavery. Mm-hmm. But at least when you were a slave, you were property. People needed to protect you to the point that they could use you. Because you were a value. You had value. So you were going to till my land. Do, it's not- in my best interest to feed you, house you. I'm going to have to treat you with respect, but I'm not necessarily going to make sure I harm you, right? Right. When slavery is o- over and now you are my direct competitor, you I know, you sharecropping just, or whatever, right. 
Oh, and now you are now I can hurt you. The laws aren't you mean set up nothing. So now that's where they start looking at somebody like they're not even a human. There's no value lynching. You know, I tell people all the time like that's why you never saw The Watchmen, right? No, I think I need to watch that because everybody out, even so, like you, but everybody else, everybody's saying it's really, really good. Perfect example. Okay. I was ignorant to the uh, Black Wall Street mm-hmm. in Tulsa. Just didn't know about. It. Learned a lot about stuff in college. Never heard about Learned, ignorant about the Philadelphia bombing in like 1985. City, I think it's 1985. Don't call me. Mm. City of Philadelphia bombed a black like house, like dropped a bomb on them on a house, just on a regular uh, yes, house. Yes, they were upset. I don't know the full story, but they literally dropped a bomb on them. Right? That doesn't sound crazy to you. That Duh. sounds like stuff that happens in war with other countries. Exactly. So, um, reading about that and learning mm. about that, like you see how that would be different. Like I've. Um, um, Anyway, so when you read books and articles and you understand, like, the the greatest power for you is knowledge and understanding and right. people's different vantage point and perspective. And if you don't spend that time, then you have no one. Ever, like, the good thing about books and talking to people who are more educated than you is you, mm. you have someone to challenge your perspective. Mm. If you don't have anyone to challenge your perspective, you're always the smartest person in the room. You have never have no incentive to learn or have right. any value. So and speaking I of value, you. I've been wanting to tell you about some things that are very, very valuable to me because I've been trying to get my own thing going. Mm-hmm. Skillshare. Now listen to this. Skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people on topics including illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and more. Skillshare offers classes designed for real life so you can move your creative journey forward without putting life on hold. You can learn and grow with short classes that fit your busy routine. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. Mm -hmm. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Kevin, I've been hopping on there just taking different classes, the different ones that I can, just because I want to get better in every single area of my life. And they got a bunch of skills that they want to share with me, and I'm going to let them share. You feel me? You feel me? Now listen to this. Skillshare is a proud sponsor of Righteous and Ratchet. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com backslash R. And get two free months of premium membership. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join the day by heading to Skillshare.com backslash RR. That's Skillshare.com backslash RR. So yeah, so have just you been on Skilletshare.com where they have mostly recipes for <laughs> stovetop skillet. Side note, um, I'm really gonna take learning how to cook serious this, seriously this year. It's something that I'm really, really, really passionate about. I want to learn how to make a seared salmon first, <laughs> and I want to come up with a good like teriyaki you sauce. Are so That's the first random, time I've ever heard man. him pronounce salmon. That's the first. Okay, so I, I gotta grow up, man. I can't be ignorant forever, Josh. The That's way fair. I pronounce things is why is seared salmon the thing that you want to go to. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just it's just like I just think that'd be impressive. Like we like if I invite you over for dinner, I'm like, Kev, come over there. You're like, all right, I'm gonna pull up, and you came over. You're like, man, what's for dinner? I'm like. Seared salmon. You be like, it's yeah, guy. If you say it. salmon, I'm out of there. Yeah, well, you got to make up for your first barbecue. Oh, back in the day, actually, you made up for it. Yeah, because I beat definitely beat, beat, here. Was, beat the brakes off to here. Yeah, and he still ain't got over that either. Oh, it still hurts him. That's an open dartboard. There's a dartboard in his house with your face on it, holding them ribs, and he throws it. <laughs> Side note: I don't want you to think it went unnoticed that the first time I finally beat Kevin in a Righteous and Ratchet adventure, the video is four minutes and 30 seconds. No, I was mad. Josh edited that. First of all, there's Why are we no- mad about that? Man, make it an hour. There's nothing. Oh, we were there for Literally, less than we, an hour. We were there for less than an hour. We missed 89% <laughs> of the Astros. 
even with all the ones we made, I was like, <laughs> it's going to be long. Because it's a really quick thing to throw an axe. There's nothing much you could do. I'm better than but you, you at won. that. Hey, man. You ain't better than me. You beat me that day. So how do you feel about the movie um, Just Mercy as a whole? You know what I really feel I learned about um, about Michael B. Jordan? I feel like he's doper in projects that I feel like, and I could, I could be wrong, I never met the man, but I feel like projects that mean more to him, like on a social level, I feel like he kills those. Like, cause I loved him in Fruitvale Station and I loved him in this. Black Panther, I was just like, hey auntie, I was just like, what? I, <laughs> I just hated the hey auntie line. Why? I don't know. I, I, just, feel, I feel like this is a prime example of letting, of letting an actor grow though and watching he, him like mature into Whatever True. he wants to try, like try and get into more of. Yeah, and I think that this gonna. Why I, did the hey auntie bother you though? I don't know. I, but you know me, I just the whole Black Panther experience. I was just. You didn't I like just, that movie. I just didn't like it as much as everybody. Much There's no way Michael B. Jordan was a reason not to like. No, no, no. Even though there were other reasons. He what were just, your other reasons why you? Well, you didn't like Black you, Panther. You didn't like the you, you you didn't side with the black community on this film. No, it's just I didn't. I just thought it was just. I thought it was cool. I, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I just thought. Why that, did you like it? Because like I compare it to the other superhero movies like Avengers and Iron Man and I just it just and and um and what was it and Logan it just it just didn't do it for me I I wasn't saying it was bad it just everybody was just acting like oh this is the I was just like oh it's I like it I just don't know if I liked it as much as the other people but I like I liked Michael B Jordan in this I was like oh I this is dope I like he also didn't yell yeah one he of my you was waiting for him to yell no, the whole like, uh, I was I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they were like, "If he would have screamed like that, he, like he did in Creed on that bridge, I would have walked out of the movie." Yeah, I he, think a lot of my and this is listen, Michael B. Jordan's fantastic. Been a fan of him mm -hmm. since he was Wallace in The Wire. Uh, he's been Wallace acting his Street. whole life. Yeah, and he was like um, Michael B. Jordan's weakness was if when he yells, you, he loses believability. <laughs> And that's what I think it is. Like he was the person was like he looked like Adonis Creed in the in that movie in the lawyer. And I was like, I, I disagree. Like no, nah, I mean, I, nah, he was day you are who you are. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's playing a lawyer that you know, he's mild mild mannered, muted. Mm -hmm. Same thing Adonis Creed was when he wasn't in the ring. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just when you like there's a lot of Denzel films where you could mix and match that character and you wouldn't know what film it was. True. Man on Fire and um what's the other one that's just like Man on Fire? Um, Denzel's, yeah, with Eva Mendez, um, Deja Vu, maybe was it Deja Vu? Might be Man dead. on Fire. I think two of his movies. The movies start looking very yes, yes. Similar. That's why when he does Training Day, it's like oh, right. Oh, you know it's I mean? a different, it's a yeah, different gear. His character in John Q and his character in Remember the Titans, same person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but he's also like that's not specific to Denzel, right? Vince Vaughn made a career playing. Arguably the same character. The Rock literally wears the same outfit. Yeah, Jason Bateman is the best straight man in the history. Jason Bateman plays the, the same character whether he's serious. in Ozark mm -hmm. or the uh, the breakup. And literally Jason, the same. Same with Jason Statham. Yeah, mm -hmm. Jason. I've never seen him do anything different. I, I thought his name was Jason <laughs> Statham in like in all the movies. <laughs> yes, the yeah. Transporter and Fast and Furious is literally he's, him he's in the a, exact doing the Fast tone. and Furious by himself versus with the Rock. You know what I'm saying? So side note, but speaking of um of Denzel Washington. Did y'all see the preview of the movie with his son? With um and Christopher Nolan. The Christopher back. Nolan movie? Oh, that oh. movie. Tell me that don't look crazy. crazy. It's called Tenet? Yes. It feels man. like Inception again. Ooh. First of all, it was like a three-minute scene that they played as a preview. Bruh. And I felt like I was literally like good <laughs> I was like, yeah. Bruh. And he needs to make up for Dunkirk, because that was 
How you feel about uh, Denzel's son? I feel like he's dope. I like him on John um, David. He's on um, Black Klansman and Baller. I haven't seen Black Klansman. Cool. I should probably see that. All right, so moving right along. The Will and Martin interview. Bad Boys 3 is coming out. Inexplicably left out of the movie, Gabrielle Union. Did you see them brush past that in the interview? He was like, yeah, why ain't Gabrielle yeah, yeah. Union in it? Will Smith was just like, oh, man, you know stories, man. Hey, man. He just said something they were cool. like, uh, He just threw to the that? left. Like, eh. <laughs> Let me tell you why I'm afraid for this movie. Okay. The release date. That okay. movie's coming out January 24th. I thought it was coming out this Friday. This, this, this Thursday. This Friday. No, this Thursday. Yeah, that's not the 24th. Or whatever. It's <laughs> the in 17th. the month of January. You said that you don't like the date, but you said no, the no, wrong no. date. No. January. That's the point. Okay. Movies in January are usually stinkers, especially action films. Really? You have no. 1970. When did 1917 come 1970 out? 1970 is not a. It's a war film. That's I mean, action. It's, action. It? It's, no, no, it's a pretty no, heavy action no. movie. War films are war films. No, they're action. No, not like that. Just because you slap the table doesn't make it right. I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> if you're getting okay. shot action at. like Fast and Furious, Transformers, those are traditionally summer movies. Okay. Remember when Bad Boys used to come out? In July. Was, yes, Will Smith's big action budget movies. Summer movies. Nah, that makes sense. An uh, action movie in January. War movies are heart and drama nominated for Oscars. That's why they're released in January. Just Mercy, right. this is Oscar season movie time. An I action film that. that's released this early in the year or post-October. Yeah, movies are released in seasons. Right. Okay. Generally, genuinely, January to about mid-March is just like, man, we don't know. It might not. Do and then they save the best ones for later? It's more themed. They'll do action films. Big blockbusters are summer movies, okay. generally. That's why the big Avengers movies are in the summer. The Kids Captain America. Everybody's going to go. Yeah, okay. Captain America, Captain Marvel, yeah. the ones that Black Panther, mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the year, have a bigger chance of success. So gotcha. so March is even kind of early for an action film. Wait, 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 January. Why, why would Black Panther have a better chance if it's an action movie? Shouldn't they have put that out later? Because if you're unsure, like it's oh, not going to. Oh, you just kind of test it out. Yes. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Not supposed to be as a big of a mega hit as as the other one. So uh, that f- makes me. Let's look it up. What, when were the last Bad Boys films? I bet you they weren't released it's, in January. It's, it's too. It's too long between these movies. Is the problem? I. Oh my god. I'm like, bro. That's like Mission when Impossible did part coming two back. Come out. I don't even remember. 2003 Part Two came out. And Let Part One came out 95. Wow. I mean, a 15 year trilogy. Bad Boys 2. Oh, wait, I'm going off on that. That's a 25 year trilogy. July 20, July 18th, 2003. Nah. Okay, Bad Boys 1. 95. I know that. I know the year. I'm talking about. Date. Oh, this is Bad Boys for Life. I was like, Bad Boys 1 came out in January. <laughs> 1995, Bad Boys came out on April 7th. So they might not have been not that sure as about sure. it. Then. Okay. Not as sure. But they knew about part two. That's why they gave it yes. the marquee. And they don't know about part one. I part three. I d- Bad Boys Three. Bad Boys Four Life would have been perfect. Bad Boys Four. I don't know if they're gonna make it. Now here's a weird thing that I want to say. I love Will, love okay. Martin. Does it feel like Will's doing all the promo, even though Will I thought and Martin I was the together? only part. I literally no, looked at Tony sure. like, why isn't Martin talking? Martin is. Why would he say a thing? <laughs> None like, of the clips. And she told me, she was like, no, nah, I've been watching all of them. He said, no, he just don't be talking a lot. He don't be. No, like, I watched the Bad Boys what's thing. What's up like, with him? What you talking? You know that, by the way. Fat Martin don't be talking. <laughs> Hilarious. We got that from Big Mama's house. What you talking? Hattie Mae Pierce said that. I was just like, the Jimmy Fallon thing went viral. In the the Breakfast Club interview, like two clips from there went viral. It the Swayze University and Martin B. over there. Like, yeah, he was it just it, I, if the if the interviews are any indicator 
of the on-screen chemistry they're going to have. I don't know if I want to watch this movie. We it gotta just see felt it. like what's like, bro? Are you good? Martin's and then really did you see when Charlemagne asked him about the bread? Oh. And he kind of was like, man, what you doing answer that question, man? He just did not answer, man. It's crazy, man. I, I, Bungie jumped in the uh, Grand Canyon. Did you make ten million? And he made five hundred thousand. <laughs> like, and but it that's just, the thing. There's no way they're gonna. Will and Martin are different levels. What was, what was the last movie Martin made? Death at a Funeral. Two thousand ten. What was it? No, what was the last movie he led? I don't know. <laughs> I'm literally looking it up because I cannot. Because they were equal in '95. I don't know how equal. Were they equal? Fresh Prince and, Martin, and Martin. Martin. I, I didn't know Martin signed on to Bad Boys first. Did he? Yeah, he said in the Breakfast Club interview. I thought you watched it. I did watch it. I don't remember him saying that. He said that he he went after Will. All right, Martin's last movie was The Beach Bum. He was Captain Whack. Then 2011, was... Big Mama's Like Father Like Son with with Brandon T. T. Jackson. <laughs> He really has been doing it. Man, that funeral was right after that. 2010, college road trip. <clears throat> Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Wild, Wild Hogs. Hogs. Wild Hogs, guys. <laughs> Open Hogs. season. Big Mama's House Two. Rebound. And Bad Boys Two. Rebound. 2003. Was a stinker. <laughs> he had to rebound from rebound. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Blue Streak. Blue, Blue Streak. Blue Streak. <laughs> 1999. Wow. Life. 1999. Nothing to lose, 1996. See, but this string... What was the last funny movie? Okay, Martin? bro, listen, hold on. Listen to Martin's... Okay. These, this stretch. What, what was 1991, House Party 2. Killed 1992, it. Boomerang. Killed it. 1994, You So Crazy. Killed it. 95, Bad Boys. Killed it. 96, Thin Line. Killed it. 97, Nothing to Lose, which I freaking love. Killed it. 99, Life, Claude Banks. Killed it. 99, Blue String. And then so Big Mama's a great decade. 2000, yeah. Big and then the next movie after Big Mama's House is called What's Black. the Worst That Could Happen? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> no, nah, Black Knight. don't do as much as what they used to do. That's the worst thing. Oh, <laughs> you remind me of what Will Smith said. That what I Will Smith said, Cam, tell us, Two things. Joshy, two. Number one, he was jealous of The Rock. That was crazy. I did not see that coming. I didn't see that or the Tupac thing. Oh, before we get to Tupac, a whole long location. Okay. Will said, and this is to people like you. Hey, I was a very close to my face with that finger. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know, basically Charlamagne asked him a question like, what about you falling off or your movie's not succeeding mm -hmm. anymore? And Will said, I am done with the part of my life where I judge my worth and value by material things. Mm. The money, the box office numbers, the notoriety, the popularity. He said that was a negative thing in my life. I was not even enjoying the things that I was doing. I've decided a while ago to do things that I have fun and or believe in them. He said when he d jumped out of that helicopter, he was like, I'm done with that old version of Will Smith that you guys believe. Because he felt like he had gotten to a, a box with his character. He did. I, I mean, his, his personality. Mm -hmm. And he could only do certain things that Will Smith does. Wow. And I was like, Doughboy said he fell off too. And it's, there's more people like wow. you than, you know, or more people who I think was, like I was him. drinking the Kool-Aid? No, I think... Part of it is like that's how movie stars are judged. They're right. judged by box office success, right? And you paint yourself into a corner if you can only. And if you do don't it. even get to be. Yes. You know, Johnny Depp said something like that that was really interesting. He said he had to take a break from acting because he had gone such a long time without saying words of his own. Really? Like he had been doing so many movies, like he had just been saying things that other people wrote for him to say, and he wow. was just like that bothered him. So I definitely can definitely relate to to uh, to Will Smith feeling that way because it's just like. 
somebody that has essentially everything. That's why it was so wild for me to hear that he was like he opened up about insecurities about things. Is, is Will Smith not the most self-aware human being? Somehow on this he He's becomes more likable with every. <laughs> Telling piece you about of his thoughts, just like you're insecure. I love you even more. When he said, "Let me let me quote it," because <laughs> right. I tweeted it. And right. I said, "Dog on Will Smith, who you think you're talking to? Mm-hmm. Me? That's who." He said, "You can't achieve your way." Out of childhood trauma. That was oh, say it one more time for the people in the back. I'll he said, you. matter of fact, let me find the clip. I'm gonna just play it for you. That was just that was. You know all these grand. The the thing is, um, and you know when I when I started, I had you know all these grand ambitions of what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do, and you know I want to be the biggest movie star in the world. Um, so I studied that and I worked out and I got my body crazy and I did, you know, just got my head around, um, doing everything I could do to be the biggest movie star in the world, you know, and then I had a taste of that and I realized that even though I had achieved all those things on the inside, I was still that same insecure little boy that was trying to prove something you know, to, to, you know, girls that had cheated and to my father and all of that. And that you can't achieve your way out of Mm. your, you know, childhood wounds and traumas. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. Right. So then I made the shift. And what I realized is that the only sustainable mission, um, throughout your whole, uh, existence is to improve lives. And as soon as I made the shift in my mind from trying to be big and trying to have money and trying to be popular to making sure that I improved lives every step of the way on this earth, then all of a sudden I started experiencing healing. Hold on, let me see that. Let me see. I can't put it close. I can't see, bro. I, you know why I definitely need to holler at? I need to holler at Warby Parker. You understand why I need to holler at Warby Parker? Because Warby Parker has set out to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. Prescription eyewear shouldn't cost you more than a plane ticket or a new iPhone. By circumventing traditional channels and engaging with customers directly through their website and retail stores, Warby Parker is able to provide high quality, good looking prescription eyewear at a fraction of the price. I don't know if I told you this. I just sent Kiara to the eye doctor. Yeah. Kiara has to get glasses. Wow. And so now that she has to get glasses, I'm like, hey, well, you know your daddy's on a pretty important podcast. I'm going to hook you up with my people over at Warby Darby. Now, listen to this. Warby Parker. Warby Parker. <laughs> I had to mess it up. I had to. All right, now, listen to this. Glasses start. At $95, including prescription lenses. Lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. Free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses and try them on for free for five days. There's no obligation. None? Kevin. Ships free, and it includes a prepaid return shipping label. Head to warbyparker.com backslash RR to take the quiz and order your free home try-on. Introducing Scout by Warby Parker. Comfortable, breathable, and affordable daily contact lenses. Made from a super moist material that resists drying for lasting hydration and comfort. Order a trial pack that includes six days worth of contacts for only five bucks. And then receive $5 off your next Warby Parker order. Learn more at warbyparker.com backslash RR. You like that one, man? That was. I was like, dude, you, why can't so you give it literally right in your face? You're giving it to him. I don't, I, it's, I don't like. <laughs> I don't know what else to I do. Kev, Kev looked at it like, I'm is like, it? I'm your face. <laughs> why you cannot see it? Do you need glasses? <laughs> 
loud boom. That you was a word. Classic. That was a word that he said. Though. Man, he talking to. Because I find myself always trying to outperform myself out of a traumatic childhood. And who? And it's like you looking for somebody in the stands and ain't even there. Man, he, so I've later in that, that clip, he said, "If you want money, there's never gonna be enough money. If it's sex, there's never gonna be enough sex. Mm. If it's how he said, if you're not content, you'll never have enough of something." Bro, just think about the fact that at the time that because he also admitted that he was jealous of Tupac and Jada's relationship. Yeah. Do yeah. you understand? This is what he said, and because I, I, I don't want to misquote him, but he said. Here she is, you know what I'm saying, like Tupac's like the biggest rapper, and she's dating Fresh Prince. The fact that he had reduced himself in his mind to just being soft, Will the fresh, you know how many days I just thought I was Will Smith looking in the mirror? Like, Why do so you think that? No, it's just I wanted to be like him, oh, I idolized okay. him. But that's the crazy thing is that you don't, you don't even understand how people look. You, you would think, think this guy has everything. That and he's it. it's crazy. He literally has the same insecurity. Bro. Celebrities, they're just like us. I don't know if I could deal with my if if my if my wife had that that type of Tupac? past relationship with Tupac. What if your wife what used to be married to Idris Elba? I just just set the divorce meeting up now. <laughs> just just get me out of here. What? Let's go back to that childhood trauma okay, thing. Childhood trauma. We be driven. Michael Jordan is a good example of this. Mm-hmm. So yes. much of his dog oh. drive is proof. So at his Hall of, Hall of Fame speech, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, my third grade coach and this guy in seventh grade. I'm no, like, he brought a guy from the high school team that they picked over him. <laughs> How big is that chip on your shoulder, Michael? Oh, you gotta let it. Go. You got to at some mm, point chips. let it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let it go because, like he said, it's it's never gonna be enough like, and that's I, why bro it's so much about like that's why I'm happy that Will's not caring about box office numbers mm-hmm. and stuff like even on an episode of the Red Table Talk mm-hmm. uh, he was saying I suffer from this as well he had bought Jada this big house to prove how much he loved her mm-hmm. and she said you wanted to you bought that house to prove to yourself you made it this is an ego boost to yourself this is the golden mm. cage this house wasn't for me. This was for you and your ego. Same thing he said about Willow. Ooh. He said when Willow was like, okay, I'm, she was doing whoop your hair back and forth tour. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, daddy, I'm done. And Willow was like, daddy, you made a, or, or he was like, no, you can't be done, baby. Uh, you made a promise to Mr. Jay-Z. And she, he was like, no, you made a promise <laughs> to Mr. Jay-Z. And she cut her hair bald. Wow. Like, you made a boy. promise to Mr. Jay-Z. And that, so Melissa had to help me with that because I've been telling myself on stand-up, like, I'm doing all this so I can have my kids and my kids will never have to want for nothing and I'll prove to my kids, you know, they buy this house. Melissa was like, they don't, they never ask for all that. Your kids have been happy since we had the little two-bedroom house in Washington. They don't care about that. Like, you want to do stand-up and that's not right. wrong. But just say that. But just say that. Say that. that. And right, own right. that. Don't put that on them. Like, right. they wouldn't care if you worked at Target. Like, my kids probably would be happier. Like, and I talked to them about mm-hmm. it and they were like, yeah, man, we appreciate like being able to go places and mm-hmm. we realize that we are, you know, um, privileged mm-hmm. and we get to see things a lot of people don't do or a lot of people don't see and do things a lot of people don't do. But also, we just want you. Yeah, so a lot of times they like, just want to be at the house chilling, playing man. video games. <laughs> The crazy thing is, is that I I, I find myself, I I really identified with that statement because like, I don't like, it's never enough for me. Like sometimes like I, you can talk to me right now and I will still talk to you like I haven't accomplished anything, but then, you know, I obviously have and I don't, I don't know that that's healthy. Like I'm still trying to find a way to pivot out of that because it's like, it's like I said, it's like you look at the stands for somebody you're never going to see. Yeah. Somebody asked me, Kev, when do you ever sit back and reflect on all you've accomplished? And I was like, I never do that. I never do two national tours. Absolutely not. 
You should. Every time it's like, all right, this tour, I'm finna suck again. I gotta get this stand up right. What do they don't think I'm fine? I, I literally that, approach I, it every time. I'm genuinely surprised. So this is fun. I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share an insecure moment with you guys. Okay. Will Smith insecure insecure. Okay. So Tony Baker is not gonna be on this tour, right? right? Me and Tony came to this decision last year okay. before because after our tour was over, Tony went on a whole nother by himself. Twenty selling days. out, right, right. selling out, right? Mm-hmm. So Tony was like, you know, I was asking him because it was it was the plan to because right. actually initially what the plan was to do Righteous and Ratchet right. on the road and then Doughboy's daughter moved and I, I never told you this but mm-hmm. when we first went on the road last year I was like this dude's not gonna be able to tour like that. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Oh yeah when my daughter comes here. Your daughter's gonna be here like I knew one if you could I'm sure you could find a babysitter but I was right. like this is gonna start getting to him that he, he now has her and he's still gone. You right. wouldn't say it at first right. but like, that's probably not gonna work. Well, that's very dope that you even know me that well and know that because I, I I think that I would have you probably tried to make just jumped to do it yes. but then I probably would have regretted that. Yes, yeah, it's the first time you had her, and right. then and then the business practical reason is it's hard to book podcasts, right. and the other reason mm-hmm. I saw a comedian of my own volition, mm-hmm. not tone, mm-hmm. I'll tell you off, okay, who made a list that usually is only reserved for super famous people, and I was like, ho ho ho, y'all making what type of money? Oh oh, you seen that? You yeah, seen that? Oh, yeah. What you oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know. You know the list, Josh. Kev, Kev. So competitive Kev. I still don't even know, but. No, no, no. no, no, no. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, um, I was like, and then, you know, me and Melissa trying to get out of the current house and mm-hmm. build a business, all that stuff. Right. So I was like, this is the best thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm ta- talking to Tone, and I even told Tone, I'm going to be able to, you know, pay you more right. this year, right? And then I saw him go on this tour, and I was like, Tone, like, I don't know if you should, like, come on the road with me. He was like, nah, Kev, nah. I love going on the road with you. And I was like, but how much, you know, we boys. I'm like, how much you getting paid? He was like, (laughs) a lot more than what you pay. It's cool. Right. You know, and it wasn't a lot more, but it was more. It was a lot more. (laughs) I had the same thing. So then, and I was like, but also, how do you do on merch? Because you got me, you to here, even Jay was selling. And you, we had five people selling merch. A whole lot of tables. And he was like, oh, yeah. So he was like, I do way better on merch because I'm the headliner. Mm. So then I'm like, well, Tone, like, if you're headlining now with Mm. the clubs, like, it's hard to get Tony Baker, Mm -hmm. as funny as he is, Mm -hmm. hadn't been headlining yet. Because which, is, the, which is just psychotic to because me. the clubs they it, it's it's so much kiss politics the ring. Right, right. It's politics. Yeah. so much politics so much kiss the ring mm-hmm. so he had to feature on his own mm-hmm. literally would like fly himself out there to get to feature for these clubs so they see then they booked him on his own right, right. so I'm like Tom why would you go back to featuring for me first of all mm-hmm. off the rip he's a headlining comedian absolutely and the fact that you took the the position of following him don't Showed turn me so this much. on me okay okay he's I already lot, i have son, a lot of thoughts on this but go ahead her, my son's favorite comedian right. pat's his favorite <laughs> comedian, shut up about it gotcha so we like i'm like tone i think you should like go on your own mm-hmm. he's like nah okay man we had so much fun like we did have so much fun right. but and this is what turned him mm-hmm. i said you do for your people what i was able to do for you and to hear and mm-hmm. don't like I can't take seven people on tour, right? right? But you could take your boys on mm. tour, and now they have feature spots, and then they can get headlining dates. And if they get, you know what I'm saying? We're all like, if he everybody gets, eats, everybody B. eats. So Big Irish J hit me like, "Yo, Kev, I'm trying to get these features on Funny Bone," mm. but they said I gotta, I, in order to even get a headline opera, or a headline, he's trying to headline Funny Bone. You know mm. he's funny enough, right? Right, very he, funny. He he helped shepherd me in the comedy. Right. 
He's like, they, they, you, I got a feature for somebody. So he's like, do you mind if I feature for you at your Funny Bone dates? And I was like, of course. Right, right? Right, right. He's like, you know, can you clear with your agent? I'm like, bro, it's first of all. It's Kevin on stage. But he's like, you got to clear with your agent because your agent shut up the show. Right. And it looks like I'm jumping on without your agent's approval. Gotcha. And I, I hit my agent like, Big Irish Jays feature for me on all Funny Bones, right? So that's my whole thing. Like, right. But I said all that to say, mm-hmm. when I saw Tony mm-hmm. and he was selling out, I was like, how much of my tickets were sold because Tony was on the show? Mm. What if they don't come because Tony's mm. not on there? Because when Tony was sick and at Austin, mm. specifically, mm. you talk about refund city. <laughs> they right. was like, Tony ain't coming. I don't want to come no more. And I was, part of me was like, I'll email you like, you come to the show and you laugh at me. If you don't laugh, I'll give you double your money. <laughs> right? But I just let it go. Like, right. it, I even, you know, so I wasn't jealous of him. It was more like, it was some insecurity. Like, I know he's funny. I know. Mm-hmm. I know he's selling tickets, right? Because people were coming with Tony Baker shirts and wristbands. Like he, you know, outside of the people who are MAGA, mm-hmm. the, his fans, <laughs> they love Tony. Oh they yeah, come in shirts with, like coming in with the portraits for him. Yeah, yeah. you know how many times they were like, "All right, watch out, kid." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I'm not like right, right. tripping about. Like mm-hmm. we had some great runs, but the competitive part of me, the the, the competitive unsure person, mm-hmm. was like, "Will I have success?" Right. Mm-hmm. So when the first tickets came back mm-hmm. and I saw the sales I was like okay we're back okay cuz so I was good, oh, you man. be questioning stuff cuz I'm gonna give you another right. example uh-huh. right I was talking to here my first LA show is in Brea okay. and Brea is not LA proper mm-hmm. it's closer to the it's, IE yeah, right it's out in the sticks it's out in the sticks right. so to here was like you know ain't no LA people going out to Brea and I was mm-hmm. like they're not <laughs> right but there's a lot of black people out in there because it's a, you got a lot of big fan base in LA yeah man when I tell you the first show that Brea show that, and that's a fat room is 570 and there was like there's almost 300 tickets sold on, for black man. people in Brea on a Thursday and most of the LA people were like can you do a show in LA the only reason is I can't even possibly go to work mm-hmm. and get to Brea on a weekday got it like and right. you know yeah yeah oh when we had it's our Ontario show, we oh. left at like yeah. two o'clock. Yeah, it's it's a mess. It can take two and a it's half abysmal. hours. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like I got that show on Thursday. I was like, right. I can't do nothing. I got to make my way. Right. So it was so refreshing to see the mm-hmm. ticket sales come. But bro, we all are those little boys wondering right. why my parents aren't at. This is where I cried about on a mm-hmm. Patreon last week on our live broadcast, but didn't air publicly. Right, right, right. We was having a whole conversation oh, on the Patreon. The wet face and I was and crying about right. how my parents didn't come to games and stuff yeah. like that. And like, it doesn't matter how much success I have. It's never a guarantee. Exactly. Ticket buying is, n- I never assume people, and I'm gonna just let y'all in on a little secret because <laughs> we right Pack fam. Right, right, right. I have released a lot of merch shirts mm-hmm. and a lot of them, when I have a, a smash, they fly off the shelves. Right. I moved to a professional merch person, right? And that's why my shirts have been moving faster as far as like shipping wise. Right, right, right. But as far as like, we're just gonna be a thousand wow. Keep it a thousand wow for That dreams don't die launch. Whew. Dreams don't die and they don't sell either. <laughs> I tell you. Dreams don't I, die, but the, but the campaign run do? <laughs> I put so much into that campaign. Oh, and I ordered so many shirts. <laughs> and we had Joshi and we had mine. We had video. Uh, and I, I was on that. And you was voicing over. Dreams don't die. <laughs> You just never say that dream. That dream died immediately, <laughs> bro. People were like, "This is a fire drop," <sighs> but your debit card. <laughs> I love the message, but the the, the shirt debit card. I said no. You coming to the warehouse? The shirt is talking to you. We ain't flying off no shelves. 
<laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> when I tell you, I was like, it's humbling. Hum, and they right. still they sold. It wasn't that they weren't selling. It was right. just I have had some smash. Soon as I drop, they sell like crazy. Mm -hmm. This wasn't that. Right. So it's like I'm scrambling. Like mm -hmm. man, Melissa, like bring faith back. I bring that back. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> faith is something that means hopeful. <laughs> the evidence of sales not seen. <laughs> right. Gotta recoup what it you ain't even did. that one ain't coming. Like it's cool, but it right. ain't smash. Right. So it's like, am I doing something wrong? And uh -huh. listen, like Kevin's also was just Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. you always think. It's Nobody you. likes it's me. me. <laughs> Nobody hates me. Nobody, Nobody hates me. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants me around. Yeah. So I that think was... people should know that we are all struggling. Mm -hmm. We're all, you know, from me the and thing you. That the biggest thing that I think that you're missing is, is that, you know what I'm saying, what, what you said was the fact that you were prepared if they would have sold. Oh, they yeah. didn't. But, but you was prepared if they would have. Yes. And you know why you're so prepared? Why? Because you have been selling stuff online and you've been working with ShipStation. Now, do you sell stuff online? Then you're probably still recovering from that crazy holiday shopping season. Well, I have a way to help you make 2020 a lot less crazy and a lot more successful. It's called ShipStation. ShipStation? ShipStation makes managing and shipping out orders a breeze. Mm. Now, if you guys are really, really OG, right, Pack? A lot of you were there when me and Kev oh, stayed up till three o'clock in the morning. I was just talking about. Oh, we, we talked about yeah, it yesterday. And we was trying to ship shirts out. We stayed live, and everybody was there with us. We sent everything to the wrong addresses. <laughs> ship station is why you no longer see <laughs> videos like that because we were ridiculous. Now listen, to this. Get this year off to a great start at ShipStation.com. Just use my offer code RR uh, to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in RR. RR. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code RR. RR. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Here's something one of the fans said. I'm a diehard fan, but I didn't like the dream shirts. And, th and this is a great fan. This is not to shade her. I love her. She's okay. fantastic. So you know who this person is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she's super. She always comes to our show in Oakland. She's right. great. Like, uh -huh. she's great. And that's the other thing that I had to ask myself. Like, even of designers that I like, mm -hmm. I don't buy everything. everything. You know what right. I mean? And I don't want to tax any of my audience. And I never want people to support uh, just because. obligation. No. Like, right. I'm... I'm I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. Like that merch stuff, I have dreams, I have ideas. You create it, you hope for the best, you prepare mm -hmm. for the best, you know? Right. And sometimes it doesn't go like and don't I don't want people to th don't feel sorry for me. Like they still mm -hmm. sold. Right. I'm just saying they they didn't have they didn't sell to like the level of other stuff has sold, right? right. So it it all all this stuff was happening at the same time. Somebody said it was hard to read. No, I, I Again, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just I'm giving you the reasons it why it was hard to things. read. Yeah. It, but that was on purpose. Like right. I I I had kind of gotten tired of white on black, white right. on black, white on black. Well, and up. Melissa was like, also, <laughs> people like reading white on black. People like black shirts. They can wear a lot of stuff they're with slimming. them. So, so there's I, <laughs> I the reason I get white right. on black is because I personally like white on black, right. right? So part of me in the process, and that's why I just the reason I brought this up mm -hmm. is one, just to be honest, mm -hmm. and two, to know like everything doesn't click and work for any of us. Exactly. Every every actor has a bad movie. Every right. athlete has a bad game. Mm -hmm. Every creator. We all have an off night, no matter. What we do, I want to address some of the things you said. You said a lot of stuff, and I didn't want to forget everything that you were saying. I think it's something really beautiful and amazing about everything you just said. I think it's so dope, the fact that you went to Tony 
knowing that he was taking a loss and said, hey, bro, even though it would have benefited you more that you were selfless enough to say, hey, bro, go do your thing. I think it's super dope the fact that he was willing to take less to work with his friend because we be out here in L.A., man. People are so shady and crazy for money. So oh, just and by see, the way, let me pause you. Huh? We had a talk on our on our bonus episode. Mm-hmm. We we kept it a thousand. Oh yeah. And I came up the the people in the Discord, which is a private chat that you joined from my Patreon. You were here. Mm-hmm. Was you I here? Were, Josh wasn't here. Y'all don't here. Miss Y'all it. be just forgetting. Oh, oh, it went down. Josh, it went down. You think you got a right it. pack, man? Oh, man, it was lit. So my Discord, which is a private group chat I have because of my Patreon, mm-hmm. they came up with a name for our fans mm-hmm. called the Stage Crew. Which is fire, right? With the K. They were like, mm. Kev, like, we got your back. That's dope. We're the stage crew. Just like, uh-huh. you know, the actors are on stage. We support them. We help. We we got their back. Like, we so got your So you're making back. them like stage crew shirts with yes. all the back? Come and I on, woke, man. I woke up to the Discord, and they were like, let's wait to, in the chat, they're like, let's wait till Kev wakes up and make sure he's rocking with us. They like little, wow. should it be a C or a K? They were voting. That's what I'm talking. Isn't and I dope? was like, dude, like. Every artist would love a fan base, mm-hmm. but the best fan bases or supporters are ones that have their own community. They, community. Beyonce didn't come up with the name Beehive. Right. They the did, the right. Beyonce fans did. Right. So they were like, Kev, can you make some merch for us? And I was like, we right back. Do you see? <laughs> we're right back. But, but I think you're missing the, I think you're missing the <laughs> magic in that. I'm not. How crazy is that? You thought you had fe- like something that you thought was supposed to be super dope didn't yeah. go... And then God moved on your behalf, and they just hit you up like, man, make this. Make this. How crazy is that? And it's make a great this, we'll name. buy that. Let's Throw this out. Throw we'll it away. Come on, man. <laughs> and also, <laughs> even... That's that, crazy. So the thing about Tony, like, it was hard. Because mm-hmm. finding... First of all, adult males... Mm-hmm. Getting along and traveling oh. and performing the same craft. Oh, yeah. Melissa said this at our Philadelphia show. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, our Pittsburgh show, which was one of the best shows. First time ever in Pittsburgh or performing. And we had a green room with the TV, which was very rare on our tour. That it actually you could see it I'm and sorry, hear it. Bro. Right. I just, Both things. You Melissa see said it the and best it. part about it is when you went on stage, we all were in the green room laughing at you, mm. at your jokes. You came back to hear went up. We and Mind you, this was like... Last 10, 15 cities. So yeah. we've seen these jokes. Mm-hmm. When Tahir came back, tone went up, we all laughed. Yeah. When he, and Melissa's like, y'all really sat here for an hour and a half, two hours, and watched each other's jokes. Mm. No no anguish, no anger, no shade. Josh mm-hmm. went and took pictures, came back smiling like, you know Josh comes yeah. out of the camera like, man. Oh, man, yo, he's killing, he rocking. Josh it's will be the one to tell yeah. us whether the crowd is rocking oh, or not. Yeah. Sometimes when you were like, up, yeah. Josh would be like, tight, some man. cities yeah, it was like, like yeah. not even you, <laughs> like, right. it's the city overall. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, so to know that I'm like, man, like, mm-hmm. and it's, I'm not missing, I'm not losing to here, right. but I'm missing you, right. you and Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, but I realized like, the whole point of, of, of this for me, mm. it's never about getting rich, uh-huh. right? And that's why when Will said that, I was like, whoo, this is great. Because like rich, a rich lifestyle is often a lonely lifestyle. Say, we that, met say that one more time. A rich lifestyle is often lonely. You know how many wow. famous people we've been to their house? Yes. They got money, cars, house, and they are just dead inside. And just gone behind the eyes. I mean, remember we were at such and such's house. Yes. They had a daily housekeeper. Bro. A, and we were at this house shooting one day. Mm-hmm. No one was even in the house. They had a person come and dust at 8 o'clock and at 4 o'clock. And no one was even in the house. <laughs> That's a house just... manager who hung up stuff on. Like, it's ludicrous. The yeah. amount of people that work for you, right? 
dead inside. Bro, that's, I, the, that's another reason why I got the dogs, too. I love coming home and just seeing my dogs. I just live, genuinely be happy. I'll be like, oh, Milo, I, I love how happy it those dogs great. make you. And great. one more thing about Tone. I realized, like, he didn't know this. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Tone, I... It, 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 you know, it's never my intention that you tour with me forever. Right. It's not. It's that together we build your platform. Mm. Now you're to- you so, building bosses, bro. It's oh, it's man. it's about sharing. So that's why Big Irish J, if I can help, because Big Irish J helped me. Yes. Big Irish J is the one that got me on the parlor mm. when I was a baby comedian. and He was the house MC. Can like, baby out, bro. Big Irish J <laughs> was like, come be on my show. The Booker will see you. And then when the booker saw me, he was like, oh, you can you can come back. You do a full set. Mm-hmm. Big Irish Shea opened that door when I was a baby. Mm-hmm. So why would I not then return the favor? Like, you know, um, that's the whole point. Right. And so when I saw one of the fans, uh, when I announced my tour, and then Tone been posting my tour and stuff, great. Right. Somebody in the fans was, uh, the comment section of Tone's vi- uh, post of my tour was mm-hmm. like, this is great. I got to see Tony in October. I get to see Kevin in February, and you just you just spread it all out, bro. And I, if if that cost me money, mm-hmm. I'd rather lose that money mm-hmm. and have helped build up a friend. Because then Tony, it's like you know what? One of my favorite coaches in NFL history is Bill Walsh. Mm-hmm. He's coached 49ers. Mm-hmm. I was a girl. I grew up on a forty as a 49ers fan because my family liked it. Right. When I was like fifteen, we moved to Seattle. And I was like, I want to be my own. You know what I mean? Like I want to find my own team for my right, own right, stuff. Right. So I started rooting for the Seahawks because we moved there and, mm-hmm. and true fan because they sucked oh, they for a lot of these. Right? Last, last weekend, I saw, yeah. but they had a lot of injuries <laughs> right. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. they, they had okay, a lot of injuries. Okay, Kev. Yeah. Okay. Had a lot of injuries. All right. <laughs> Keep but telling yourself. Bill Walsh's coaching tree was like. Out of this world. And everybody world. was dope that came from it. Bro, Shanahan, sure. And Mary these Uchi. dudes, Mary, they was, it was, yeah, at one point he had like 10, 12 coaches. Mm-hmm. And so that to me is a more of an impact than me personally winning five championships, although Bill Walsh did win five. Mm-hmm. It's my legacy. And like, well, Tone was able to go out. Um, he became headliner. He has his own tour. And then Tony's underlings, they're like, it's best if there's 10 of us. Touring. And, and I'm not even getting you, paid on none of this stuff. It ain't you, even about that for me, Kevin. And that's how you build communities and like people that you work with. That's one thing I always loved about like Adam Sandler. Like I would always see the same people in this movie. But hey, I want to say a, a, a insecure moment too. I had an insecure moment. So I'm glad you talked about these things. I actually thought that you just wasn't rocking with me on some funny stuff on your tour. I did not know. I was just like. For this tour? Yes. I was just like, well, I guess I'm just not on the tour. I didn't know. And I was just like, well, maybe I should ask him. I was just like, well, no, nah, he, no, I'm. I, cause I was literally like, oh man, right to rash, we going on tour next year. It's going to be lit. I then, called you and told you. No, nah, I don't remember that. I don't, we never had no conversation. Yes. When I switched the tour, I called you like, oh yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't think I understood what you were saying. <laughs> I must have thought you meant something else. I was just like, man, maybe you're not rocking with these jokes. Really? Maybe I took my shirt off too much. I didn't know. I was just like, all right, man. Yeah, you kill it out there, man. I was still happy, but I was just like, well, I guess I just ain't on this tour. It's funnier because I called you and told you. <laughs> I don't even remember us ever having that conversation. I was just really? sitting there like, well, I really thought I did. I was just like, well, maybe I did. So maybe I said something. I was like, well, maybe you should say something. I was like, ah, I might make it worse. You don't remember me calling and no. saying, here's my, I talked to my agent and this and that. And also the club deals are not as lucrative as the churches. I, I, I have no, I, we might, we, I'm not saying we ain't had that conversation, <laughs> but I walked away with it from a different understanding. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what he just said. You're looking at the fire like, hmm. <laughs> But no, I'm glad that we were just able, because I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't tripping either way. I was just yeah. like, well, maybe it's just, because I can always look at things brass tacks. Like, well, maybe it just wasn't a good, I don't need no explanation, but, hey, man, I didn't know. I was just like, hey, man. That's why I was over here like, I'm going to write a funny joke one day. <laughs> like, I eat you cookies. 
<laughs> Just give me a dog. Oh. Man, what was going on? So I feel great, man. This is funny. Hilarious. I had no idea. I was just like, all right, man. I was literally, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't tripping though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, bro, like, you, you my bro. I'm not never tripping. I'm just like, maybe it just wasn't. You. Never, I never. Are you sure we had that conversation? Yes. As a matter of fact, I'm I think you might have thought about calling no, no, me. No, no, maybe no. you didn't. I'm gonna tell you. No, I know I called you, and I called you on more than one occasion. You, you told me you be forgetting stuff. I didn't know it was this bad. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you off camera what I told you. Okay. How, how, how I decided. I would never announce a tour and make a big change without telling you. When you came in, you were like, "Yeah, man, I'm about to take some pictures for my tour." I was just like. <laughs> I really didn't know I was just like oh Josh I, you know I talked to you about the shooter the part because Josh has been on tour and I was like Josh I can't afford it this year do you remember this conversation right a little bit I don't think we. I, I'm, I'm not even joking maybe, I don't maybe, think we maybe, had hold that on, conversation hold on. Maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't no, maybe we, it wasn't absolutely I'm gonna tell you no, no, I, 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 no I feel okay. like yeah no, we can talk about it after, but yeah. I, I, I do feel like Kev touched on the topic. I don't know if it was completely delivered. It was completely unbeknownst to me. Maybe when I clarify, you're gonna be like, "Oh, yeah." yeah. Then I'll pop, there'll pop, there's probably a connector that I'm. I'm gonna connect it for you, but yeah. I want to do it. I don't want to do it publicly. Man, and I, like, I could own that. I might have been clear, like, "Hey, yeah. you know, come this time. <laughs> you stay home. Nico airplane. You drive car. <laughs> like maybe because I, I often do that. Like, right. remember, ADD Meg uh, used to be so pissed right. at me because I think faster. Mm-hmm. I, I I go from thought to action a lot Very quickly. faster right, right, right. and 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 a and a, a drawback of that and mm-hmm. this is and I'll own this maybe right. it wasn't clear mm-hmm. I don't always Melissa gets mad at me even more than Meg right. did but Meg it would literally be her job to fix it Melissa mm-hmm. be like you know, I'm your wife you don't ever right, right. <laughs> but I always I often don't communicate clearly what my whole thought is right. and what that means practically right so i will own that when i said it maybe it wasn't clear that it means i was just over here like oh, i'm trash no no <laughs> but the, but the good thing about it is i know that like i i it still wasn't anything like no, i just was good, just like yeah. it was a business decision and it probably was and it just it motivated me to go harder i'm sitting here thinking man he's just is that why you better. get all those doggone rooms set up no because it's just like i'm always just trying to improve like i'm just always mm. trying to get better and in my mind i'm just like get better I didn't take it in a bad way. Like, man, I'm, I was just like, yeah. you got to get better. But man, I feel better not knowing that that was the case. No, and also, I was like, this dude, daughter, like when we did yes, a Ratchet tour, I, I was like, shut up about her. No, the crazy thing about it, too, is that I actually started thinking about it even like, you know, and I started thinking, I was like, well, you're not going to be on this tour. I was just like, well, that's actually good. I was like, because I need to be here because yeah. I've missed so much Bro, like, with my daughter over the last 10 years. So it really would have Remember when we had that 10-day and you didn't see her? We was, was you were rough. like, I, it I was need, tough. Is she gonna love me? Still, she no, gonna love me? I, but I think that a lot of times the stuff that we do, because like, and I also like, I'd actually be learning from you a lot with that. It's like sometimes we just gotta still go push through it. Like you know what I'm saying? Because if it was left up to me, I just hang out at the house all day and kick it with my kid and my dogs. But sometimes we gotta go out and you know be at work. So, <laughs> hey man, that's what's up, man. Did we hit? Did we hit our mark? Yeah, we're good. Hey, it's a tight hour, good, man. Cool. Ah. This is a good episode. Oh, I thought yeah. we had some good stuff. Are you gonna join me in my uh, in my quest to be inwardless? No. He's gonna let me just go down that road on my own. This is your personal journey. Yeah, and I want to stop cussing too. Those two things. Hold on, just <laughs> hold on. <laughs> the flip. Hold on. <laughs> Please tell me this is not from last week. 
What? When that person was like, Doughboy cusses too much. No, no, not at all. I wouldn't let one person that I've never met in my entire life. Because you came in strong on verses. No, but you just honestly. Hap- you let that happen countless times. Can I be honest? Yeah. Can I have a moment, a moment of clarity? Moment of clarity. MOC, moment okay. of clarity, moment of clarity. This is what I struggle with on my day to day life sometimes. Coming into, and I can really say all deaf, because all deaf is where I believe mm-hmm. it happened. I kind of created this personification of like, it's, to me, it's like a character. Obviously, I'm not as stupid as I appear. It's, it's, an, it's a character. Great at math. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that because I don't do scripted content so much, people start to really think, oh, he's really dumb. And then when enough people say that, yeah. you be like, oh, wait, do y'all really think I'm yep. an idiot? People start saying stuff like, oh, I feel sorry for his daughter. Like, bro, like, is my ignorance that unattractive to where that's what it is? So if it is, let me just do something just to clean it up. Like, I don't have to cuss. And I really thought about it when I was like, I, I cuss on other places, but I don't cuss here. It's like, why? Like, yeah. just stop cussing. Don't Like, you got a daughter that looks up to you. You want to be able to watch your content? Clean your mouth up. So I just want to. They just, say watches this. Yeah. So and I'm just, I told him you can watch anything with ADD or me. Like that was just my deal with him. Right. So he watched that episode and I was just like, whoo. Uh, what is that cousin? <laughs> Uncle Doughboy. <laughs> it's spicy. So <laughs> I just want to, you know, just. He's also 13, so I'm well aware he's be not like. Though. But I'll be cussing though. I just don't want to seem ignorant. I, I, I don't want to be ignorant. I think what people, part of your greatest skill is the character you play, people aren't aware that it is <laughs> exactly just like they're like this is really he dumb like, you, yeah right. and like obviously very intelligent writer I mean and also you be not knowing the stuff you don't know right and the thing no, there, and, and, I, let me be clear there is stuff that I am ignorant about the thing about you <laughs> that is not like a lot of people especially in the internet age and I feel like this is what makes people, people feel this way about you mm. when you don't know something you're you're open about yeah that. People be lying, bro. Hey, man. Everybody on the internet is a genius who's aware of everything in the world and is well-versed. All the truth knowing. is people don't know. Mm-hmm. They're quiet when they don't know. They read and research, and then they jump in the conversation like they knew all along. You'll be like, no, I'm not aware of that. <laughs> you ignorant fool? Yeah. Right. So W2W9 last week. You know the difference between W2W9? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would have just kept talking. You were right. like, difference nah. of seven? <laughs> exactly. Right? Because exactly. you really didn't know. Right. There's a joke there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But if I asked another person who didn't know and be like, explain it, they'd be like, well, well I mean, I, you, I, you probably explain it. Go, go ahead, man. I Let's see that happen on the internet. And the other thing about the internet is people jump in when they're knowledgeable about stuff. Mm. Comments, tweets, whatever. When they're not knowledgeable, they don't jump in. Mm. So when you're just reading the comments and you don't know anybody, it seems like everyone's always knowledgeable about everything. That but it's really true. just the people that, who know who about got that. something on this particular. Right. If you follow the same people, nobody's knowledgeable on everything. I was. You talk about a dumb moment. <laughs> so we were doing the love hour with Emily Nagowski, one of the best love hours ever. Okay. She was talking about how much of so much of our sexuality is formed from 19th century porn, right? Mm. So I'm like, there was 19th century porn. That's what I said. I'm like, well, they even have cameras back then, right? <laughs> so mind you, the 19th century is years with 1800. Remember, the 20th century was 1990. 21st century is 2000 plus. Yeah, so, right, right. so Doe's birthday, right? Shut up. <laughs> so she's talking about. So I'm like Victorian era. She's like pre-Victorian era, and I'm like, I don't even know what pre-Victorian era. So what, they just, and I'm just, actually they surprised. Just paint the act. No, it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it was written. It was. Ri- 
written down, like literally like Jane Austen and stuff. So they, she's saying where I've heard Jane Austen. I know she's an author, uh, but I don't know exactly what Jane Austen wrote <laughs> on the top of my head. Right. And I don't, I know Victorian era, but Throw I don't even really know what that back. means. Right. Does that mean Queen Victoria? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Right. But I can, I can, but I asked her, and right. she was like, no, the 18th century. So I was like, so they didn't have cameras. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? But since we're on camera, we can have that, it's happening live. Exactly. You can't hide from it. On the internet, people would be like, wait, what? what? 19th century? Real yeah, dummy, I didn't do it. Exactly. I never even thought and about that. And then you be all up in the comments. And I'm a sensitive dude. You be in them comments too. Not nearly as bad as you. Yes. But I'd be in there. Right. I'd be in there. Mm -hmm. But then I'd be in there sad. I'd be like, I out of here. <laughs> you got it, dude. So <laughs> You I, got it, dude. <laughs> so we're all dealing with the same stuff. But right. that, just think about that when people be in the comments. And also, this mm -hmm. is another thing. So my com my son, his friends comment on YouTube videos all the time, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of funny stuff. They get hearted and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I um Went back and forth with this Brian Olivares thing, dude, about the masterclass. It really got under my skin. Mm -hmm. When he was like, well, you get the count. Like, it really got under my skin. He made a post about it. I made a whole Set video. Set his whole at it with the whole right? name and everything. So it, in the Discord, on my private Discord group chat with me, uh, with my Patreon supporters, they were like, somebody sent it to him. He was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> like, I'm a big fan of Kev. What? And I was like... You literally, and I had had that screenshot in my phone for like four weeks. So it had upset you for a I, month oh, plus. Oh, I talked to Melissa about it. Like, this guy don't think, you know, like I was. <laughs> Who does he think he is? <laughs> Who am I? So, <laughs> <laughs> you were just bad about it. Right? So I made the video and then I did all that. Uh, Talk trash to him on the way to Tokyo. And I'm like, how's your dead work, Brian? <laughs> Just to come out, he was like, he mentioned my name. And I'm like, bruh, you can <laughs> So that in combination with my son making uh, comments on videos and Zay Zay's YouTube page, you'll never know it was him. Mm -hmm. He has a f name unassociated fake with name picture. and fake uh, picture. Uh, He's very sarcastic. Both of my kids are. Don't know where they get that from. <laughs> and uh, very funny online, right? Mm -hmm. Very clever. So people comment on his things. And I was like, you could literally be arguing with a child. A whole child. And be and that upset, could, especially on ADD content. Absolutely. You literally can and more than likely are arguing with someone you never Who is would drinking out of a drink box. <laughs> uh, a, a, a juicy juice. You are arguing with someone who was in eighth period <laughs> at, at 12 o'clock. I'm 36 years. But because it's a comment, you assume everybody's a well-educated adult. It could literally be a child. Literally, I use this example a lot because it really helps me. This person said something to Melissa, and I won't go into the whole story because it's not important. Got it. Melissa was apologetic and was like, I'm sorry, I'm really working on this. And the girl was like, girl, I'm PMSing. I'm mad at everybody. <laughs> and I was like, we literally be letting this and stuff And we will let us. it affect our we whole day. no idea who this person is, how old they are, what frame of mind they're in, all of that stuff, and we really let it get to us. You know what I mean? People have tweeted at celebrities that they love a joke and got pissed, got blocked, and then cry. Oh, absolutely. Be like, man, what? This dude, Carmelo this Anthony. this dude, the Carmelo Anthony, the people oh, that was messing Glenn, with KD. Yeah. Or Kate. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant yeah. oh. He started a burner account to respond. Not bad. That lets you. But I, you know what I really think it is? I just feel like we're all learning Okay, I've thought about starting a burner account. Huh? I've thought about starting one. <laughs> what? Really? Yes. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Pre or post KD? Pre. Really? Oh, he helped me not to do it. Wait. Really? Uh, he I, was going to make a burner? Was he going to cuss on it? Just not, not cuss. <laughs> you got to cuss on the burner account? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I wanted to 
fire at some, nah. Why not? I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> this is fun. Because you only have, Doughboy taught me this, some of the best advice he's ever given me, right? He didn't take it himself, but <laughs> good advice nonetheless. <laughs> but we're working on it. Doughboy said you have a certain amount of a lot of energy in a day. Mm-hmm. You can spend it however you choose. You can choose working out, eating wrong, feeding into positive vibes or negative vibes. All we have to do, we don't have to work harder. All we have to do is focus the energy we have into the right things. Right? You said this in your drunken day. Right? Like, see you later. You know? <laughs> like, literally, that. you were completely, like, you were never walking around drunk. Bro, this is when you, before yeah, yeah. you even went to rehab. When I was there. Yeah, you were like, man, I'm going to get on there. Yeah. And you were like, <laughs> I'm going to And I was like, dude, you are so right. Yeah. And I was like, so I decided that, we talked about this, I think, on the bonus episode. When I see a negative comment, there's always mm-hmm. more positive than negative. Always. I will respond to positivity only mm-hmm. and more to positivity than negativity. So a comment really gets under my skin. I'll respond to three positive interactions. Mm-hmm. And I feed no, you know, nothing negative. We'll, I won't give it any attention because I'm training my mind to focus on positivity. Because when I think about the dude that we talked about in the bonus episode mm-hmm. and that comment, I realized, like, I could feed my – but I, I'm, I'm chasing a path of negativity. On, neg- man. And at the, at the best version of that, it's more negativity. And I don't want to be like Heat. I use that example. Robert De Niro and Heat. I uh, use it on the bonus episode. We're talking about a lot because it was a really good episode. That's yeah, the bonus episode sounded like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robert De Niro, he was getting away with it. I mean, he's getting away with the crime. Mm-hmm. But all he had to do was let a, let a slight glow. Let That's a slight it. go. One thing that would, wouldn't have one, affected his life in the least. And he couldn't let it go. And I don't want to be chasing negativity. There's too many people who love oh, me, rock with me, and, and I don't want to spend any time going to negative people like... It's Especially, not worth it. It's just not worth it. And what do you get from it? Nothing. You're right. It Forget never makes me account. happier. It doesn't make you feel better. It makes me matter. Then I seek out more and more negativity. Why? When there's people who love me. Seek out the comments of people telling you, hey, start that Kev crew stuff and we're going to yeah. be the crew. I forgot stage the crew. Stage crew. And That's also what you the other thing to, about the stage you know crew I mean? that I forgot. The 95 was the name for my Periscope. I love it. It makes a lot of sense. But it, it was always hard to... Explain. Mm-hmm. Well, the 95, my wife said this right. and that. Like, it was just kind of hard. Stage, Stage crew, crew, you know exactly what it well, is. Well, the people asked for it. Right. They 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 created for it. For them, by them. For them, by them. <laughs> I can I can come up with a shirt design. Right. And I and bro, people who paid money to 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 have early access to our videos, to be in a chat, to watch these things live, mm-hmm. you know, Wi-Fi is messing up. Mm-hmm. Why give why give any energy to people who haven't? Guarantee you. Mm-hmm. People who are commenting negatively never put no money up. Come on. So why spend any of your limited amount of time and energy on that negative? And I've been doing that lately, too. I've been responding to positive comments. And it just makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. I, I like feeling good, bro. I like feeling good. I feel really good today. This I was a really too. good episode. Good episode, Josh. I have Wait, been Doughboy. It didn't make sound. There we go. I have been Doughboy. I've been Kevon Predricks. We are out of here. Kevin we'll see you guys Predrick. next week. Bonus episode, people. We'll see you on Thursday. And we'll hang out for a little bit here. Peace.